people. Welcome to the Little Debbie Downer podcast. It brings me such joy that you are listening to me today and have decided to spend this time with me when you could be doing a lot of other things, I'm sure. So I really appreciate you. Today will be a bit of a touchy subject, but I appreciate you hanging in and hearing my stories and opinions. So before we get to the nitty gritty, I'll start with a childhood memory that has not faded as a lot of others have. I was around eight or nine. We lived in an apartment building and a complex and we lived in the bottom apartment of this building. So there was like four on the bottom and the laundry room and right across the hall from me was my kind of bestest friend that I hung out with. She had siblings and stuff like that, but her and I, we were just always in each other's places, knocking on the doors, hanging out together. And that's just what we did. Cause back in the day, you know, you were out from sunup till sunset and just hanging out with your friends in and out places. There wasn't all the scary things that there is now, or there was, we just didn't know about them anyway. So I'm hanging out with my friends, her and a couple of other ones and behind our building was the playground. So it was kind of a natural um, pathway to go between the pool and the side of the building to get back to the playground. And my friend's mother's bedroom window was like right there. And I guess she saw us walk by and like she was doing laundry or something, ironing and kind of engaged just at the window, talking to us through the window. I don't honestly remember what we were even talking about. But all of a sudden, things changed. She thought somebody, specifically me, had said something like under their breath and said the word bitch. Okay, I don't even think I knew. I probably knew it, but I I don't think I even said that word back then. That wasn't even like, I mean, you're talking a long time ago. And I, anyway, I didn't do it. I didn't know what she was talking about. We all kind of looked at each other. I'm like, it's not like, you know, I heard one of my friends say it because I probably would have thrown her under the bus because I knew it would happen. And, but no, I don't know where, what she heard, what we said that might've sounded like that. It just seemed to come out of left field for me. Anyway, she was very mad at me, walked across the hall to my mom and told her that I said this horrible thing to her, which I did not. So, you know, I, I told my mom, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And I just wait till your mother gets home. That was the big thing with my mom. She didn't have the guts to do anything about anything, but just wait till your dad gets home. So not only did you get the great thought of what was going to happen when you got home, but you got to think about it for hours. So that's just fantastic. So you could have done something at six o'clock in the morning and your day was ruined until six o'clock at night, whether you did something or not. So dad came home and I, of course, had been in my room the whole time waiting. That was what I was supposed to do. And he came in and of course I started crying, trying to plead my innocence to him. He was tired. He didn't give a shit. It was like, let's just get this over with. There was no hearing me, no hearing my side, no anything. I got bent over his knee. My pants and underwear were pulled down to my knees and I got spanked with a hairbrush. I don't even remember how many times. I just know it hurt and I cried a lot. And, but 
worse than that was this freaking injustice that I felt. I was so mad that nobody listened to me. Nobody believed me. Nobody believed in their child. They just, it was to save face with the neighbors. And I am like, <laughs> and then, so I get spanked and I have to walk my little ass across the hallway and apologize to this person. And I don't even think, I don't even know if my tears were dry on my face yet. And I had to knock on the door and take the humiliation of apologizing for something I don't even know what it was and what I did. Did not do anything. And I swear it's been 45 years plus since then. And I still feel the injustice. And I'm still get worked up about it, obviously. And I'm still pissed. And it's like, I know my brothers and I got spanked for a variety of things and I hated all of them, but this one just sticks with me. But, and my my dad and I haven't had any type of relationship in probably like 15 years, not based on this, on a variety of issues. But at some point before things went south, I did bring this incident up as an adult and I got nothing, not a zip. Don't even know if he remembered it, but it was an opportunity missed that we could have rectified some stuff or he could have just admitted that he had made a mistake or that whatever, I would have accepted anything. But as usual, it was just nothing. So as you might have guessed by my story, I'm talking about spanking today and why me, I, and the American Academy of Pediatrics thinks it's wrong. Look, I have friends that think it's the only way, and I really thought long and hard about broaching this subject in the first place. But after all is said and done, I advocate for children, not adults. After seeing so many negative behaviors behaviors at school this past year, like bullying, fighting, mean talk, excluding other kids... It just kind of makes me wonder how maybe verbally and physically punished some kids were during their COVID time at home. There is no educational value in spanking. And first, I want to point out the difference between discipline and punishment. Discipline tries to change a negative behavior by teaching a positive behavior and empathy and essential social skills. For example, we don't pull the kitten's tail, honey, because it could hurt him. Touch the kitty like this. See how he likes it? Okay, that is discipline. Here is punishment. Punishment tries to change a negative behavior by making a child feel pain and shame. For example, don't pull the cat's tail, whack. Hmm. Only one of these interactions will build up my child to become the kind of adult I hope they'll become one day. The alternative is for them to fear, distrust you, become sneaky, and be aggressive. A scared child doesn't mean a more compliant child. They may occasionally respond out of fear, but tell me this, if you felt fear Right now, something happened that made you fearful. How well would you take in a person's words or instructions? It's not really a teachable moment, is it? 
corporal punishment is meant to come immediately after a transgression. For instance, your kid touches a hot stove. He immediately gets pain for a wrong choice. Kind of like training a dog. You can't wait till later. But even dog trainers disavow hitting anymore. I understand spanking is something people have been socialized to do. I get that. My siblings and I got spanked, my dad got hit, his dad got hit, and so on and so on and so on, blah, blah, blah. This doesn't or should carry on like a holiday tradition. You can do better. There is no lack of information in books, parenting classes, and on the internet. What there is are plenty of excuses, like the first one. Spare the rod and spoil the child, as the Bible says. Which means if you don't punish a child when they do something wrong, they will not learn what right is. Well, let me tell you that 63 nations have laws against spanking, and they disagree with that. And they have less violent teens than we do to prove it. So I'm not going to listen to some interpretation of the Bible to take care of my children. Just like if the Bible told me to go jump off a bridge when I was 50 to help keep, you know, population at bay, I wouldn't listen to that either. Number two of excuses. They left me no choice. Well, that leaves me wondering who's the adult in the situation, if there's any at all. Somebody has to make the choice, and I'm hoping it's the adult, and I'm hoping they make the right choice. A child is not in charge of making your decisions for you. You need to be the mature one. The third, and gee, my favorite, well, I turned out fine, and I got whooped all the time. So I'm not quite sure what some people's definition of fine is. I've heard this from people with alcohol issues, anger issues, even from domestic abusers themselves. It's ridiculous. Back in the day, we'll do another quick story. Back when I was in law law enforcement, and I remember telling you before that I would kind of hang out with the teenagers and stuff like that. We had a decent relationship And I got a call to go to a very, very nice house. And I was met by a 16-year-old there. And he proceeded to show me the welts all over his back from his dad taking a belt to him because he came home late. While I understand the frustration of your teenager coming home late when you have set a time limit, there are other things to do since you control the car. There are other things to do besides beat them with a belt. I was livid, I had this person's trust, and I expected something to be done about it. All he wanted to do was leave and go live with another kind of family member who was willing to take him in. So back in that day, I couldn't just go and make an arrest based on what I saw. I had to go to the magistrate's office and I had to ask, beg for a warrant for assault and battery for this guy beating his son with a belt and leaving marks and blood. And I was denied 
shocker of all shocks, I knew it was probably going to happen because the old school mentality back then, which we seem to still have, was that that's family business. What they do behind closed doors to their kids is their business. And I think, and I still think, that's bullshit. So not only did I feel like I let this child down, but his father obviously let him down. And then, of course, discussing that with his father, because I wanted the father to know that I knew and I was watching and I was going to keep having a relationship with this child and make sure that he was going to be okay. And the father's response was, I'm fine. I got the same thing, if not worse, when I was young. Okay, dude, your definition of fine is not the same as mine. You being a domestic abuser is not fine. So this is what I think is a problem. Now, I understand no one sets out to be abusive, but things can quickly get out of control when anger is involved just like the story I just said. And what I worry about is the kind of things I saw that kids were spanked for or hit for or many other forms of punishment, you know, wrapping something across their hands, uh, the occasional little burn with your cigarette, smack upside the head when you walk by, all the little things that dig at a person's soul, especially when you're a child, especially when a lot of this happens when kids are toddlers. They're learning their environment. They're putting everything in their mouth. They're touching everything. They're, this is their time. This is your time to teach them the right way. And so I would see kids punished or hit for potty accidents. Talk about creating issues in your child. That's a huge one. Um, Hitting them for sucking their thumb, which you probably created in the first place by hitting them. Um, By touching themselves innocently. It's not sexual when a toddler touches their hoo-ha. It just isn't. Get over it. Um, Biting their fingernails. Again, Little things, not a big deal, you probably caused. Um, Crying, that's a great one. You're crying, so let me smack you to stop you from crying. That's just not even common sense. Um, Or uh, the best one is, don't hit your brother. Don't hit your sister. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Tell somebody not to hit and hit them while you're doing it. That's great. Just a lot of little innocent things that kids do at certain ages, like writing on a wall. Okay, yeah, it's a pain in the ass, especially if they use a Sharpie. I get it. But did you ever tell them, hey, just so you know, don't write on a wall. It's not for writing. Probably not because we don't even think about that. We're adults. We don't think anybody's going to write on a wall with a Sharpie. So we don't think of all the things. And so sometimes something has to happen to be a teachable moment. They don't know what they don't know at three, four, five years old. Putting stuff in their mouth. Again, they're checking their environment. What does that taste like? What does it feel like? What everything. These are innocent little things that kids do while exploring their world. And they're getting smacked around for it. And personally, I think it's it's criminal. I'm just going to come right out and say it. 
and so do 63 other countries. So you need to think about that. It's only a matter of time before this happens. Um, I, I just, I'm just going to ask everyone to truly think about the kind of relationship you want with your children. Do you want obedience or respect? Because you're probably not going to get both. If you hit somebody and think you're going to get respect, you're not, ever. If you hit me, you're not going to get respect. Why would it be any different for the child who depends on you for love? Do you want your child who is reliant on you for safety to feel unsafe and powerless? I wouldn't think so. Do you want them to come to you as a teenager or a young adult when they're having a hard time? Or do you want them to hide their feelings out of a distrust and fear of you? Kids need a safe place to fall and learn from their mistakes, just like adults do. I still need that. You are their safety net. Your world is so big and encompasses so much. You've got work, you've got social time, you've got friendships, sports, clubs, all these different things. To them, you are their entire world. And it just doesn't make sense to me to ruin this precious time by smacking them rather than teaching them. So I don't really even have a quote to end this with. I just, when you know better, you do better. I guess that's all I can say. And I really hope that anybody listening that still feels that spanking is a viable or a good option, maybe do a little bit of research and see what other things you might try that could make your child happier and even you happier in the long run so that you can be proud of your child and proud of yourself. Y'all have a great week and I will see you next Sunday. Thanks so much.